Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey everybody, it's Bo here with another Westworld TV Talk. Okay, that episode last night was intense, like super heavy. The way in which we see Caleb going, I mean, I, it's hard to even know exactly how to call it. I mean, it's like it was like a prison break with like a deeply twisted prison break, right? Like you see the generations of Caleb struggling to get free all to send this message to his daughter. And, you know, I think the the most, there's just so many like kind of horrific, but also like inspiring moments throughout. Like, like the, obviously the big one is when he finds, you know, the drop and then the earlier version of himself is there and has just been waiting for another one to come along so that he could use him to break the fall because he knows the next one will go and, and succeed further. I mean, it was fascinating. And I think because, I mean, I, I have to imagine that most all of us as we're watching this, we realize this is probably a trap. This is probably just some sort of test by Hale. Like it was just, it was just clear, right? Like there's just no way that there'd be bodies left like all over the place like this and have been going on for so long without it being found out by a drone or by hail or by someone. And so we, we, we knew that this was probably a trap. And honestly, my guess is Caleb probably knew this was a trap to some extent. I mean, even like getting that message out, you know, like his spirit just could not be broken throughout the entire process. And so I just, I thought it was fascinating. Um, again, Westworld continues to be incredible. Westworld has always been an ensemble cast, but Dolores, if you had to like say like, who's the main character of Westworld? Well, for the first two seasons, it is like without question Dolores. She's kind of the, you know, the poster child of Westworld. Even though you've got Anthony Hopkins there acting his heart out, even though you've got, uh, you know, the, the Maeve character who is just absolutely like fantastic, you know, Dolores ends up being kind of the poster child of it. Well, you, you know, you switch over to these last two seasons and they've pivoted from Dolores, who I think kind of represents the host, to Caleb, who really represents the human. And I think this kind of this this nature of this kind of yin and yang story they're telling between human and technology and you know, the destructive and oppressive forces of both and kind of the 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 high and mightiness that both bring. I think it's really fascinating how they explore that. We see that uh, Frankie has to kind of go through this decision-making process to figure out who on her team is a mole. You know, the, the way in which that was structured felt very much like a video game to me. Like you're kind of going around and you have these like brief conversations with NPCs where you have to kind of make a decision as to how you're going to respond to them. And I think that's by design. We know that Westworld on the whole is very inspired by video games and even the way in which they structure stories are so that can't be a coincidence that that's that that's the case bernard knows why chicagoland very well because it was based off of westworld he's able to go back and find a printing machine which actually works now i think this is kind of interesting because the printing machine he finds was part of the kind of the Westworld game within Chicagoland, right? Or it was never really meant to be like a full-fledged industrial-like facility. It was just there to be a set as part of the deeper game within Chicagoland. You know, even just talking about that, though, really kind of, 
like I, I'm really glad we got that. Don't get me wrong. I'm super glad we got that this season. And I realize these seasons are short and they've got a lot to do. But the parks are really just the thing that I find the most fascinating thing about this series. And, you know, so I love the even returning to the uh, the the Chicago land and shambles. I wish we could spend more time there. I don't know. Like, I, I get it. We got a lot of story to tell. We're, we're, we're right heading towards the penultimate episode. And, and then, of course, we've only got one season after all of this. I'm really curious to see how this is going to end and like what if anything in the final season of Westworld will the park be we know that Bernard is not just going along this to you know help bring Maeve back he's also trying to make copies of the team now we know that Bernard has also gone through various you know trial and error in fact I think we we see kind of this mirroring in this episode of Caleb going through various scenarios or, or seeing kind of the previous versions of himself that have run various scenarios to try to break free. Well, Bernard's done that in the sublime for the last past, you know, 20 some odd years uh, running, you know, countless scenarios of, of what could happen. I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm kind of of the mindset that Bernard's story is probably going to bring us to a moment either in the penultimate episode or at some point in the final episode where we find out that we've been viewing a scenario this entire time, as opposed to the real thing. But my guess is it'll immediately switch to the real thing. You know what I mean? Like, like there'll be kind of something like a fake out that'll probably happen with Bernard. This is just my theory. I could be wrong, but I think that's the case. I like the way that he talks about the various scenarios. At first, it was a little irritating at the beginning where it almost seemed like he was too robotic. But now I think as he's kind of shaken the dust off, so to speak, both literally and figuratively, you know, you can kind of see his personality come back more through. Um, <laughs> really, I liked the when he was kind of going through the molds and he's like, oh, it was your girlfriend. And it was the, you know, the, the, your leader dude. And uh, one time it was Scruggs. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Anyway, but we don't know why Bernard is actually making uh, copies, like why he would want to make a copy of Frankie. You know, I mean, smart money says that it has to do with the fake out at some point. But could it be that... Bernard is laying the groundwork for what another park situation is going to be. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's, it's part of my core, my, you know, my core programming, right? Like it's part of my code that part of, you know, when I watch the series, I always want to get back to the parks. So <laughs> it's, there's like a, a desire with every single theory of like, well, how does this bring us back to Westworld? And while this season has been absolutely incredible, I guess I just, I don't know how they're going to top it. Like, I feel like, in my mind, you got the first season of Westworld, which was fantastic. This one is a very close second. And then you got the, the second season and the third season. And I just don't see how the fifth season is going to come anywhere close to what this season has been or the first season has been, especially because this really feels like the promise, kind of the cashing of the check that the end of season one wrote. And so, I don't know. I'm fascinated to see where it all goes. I'm really excited to see where it all goes. And uh, yeah, hoping that Frankie gets the opportunity to bust her, you know, robot dad out of, you know, that whole horrific existence of constantly living and constantly dying and uh, and just being trapped in Hale's game. You know, Hale seems to be losing it. We don't quite know what's going on fully with her. We know that she didn't heal her arm. She said this at the end of last season. She didn't heal her arm all the way up because she wanted to remember the cruelty of humanity. But at the same time, it's interesting that you know, she's picking away at it. Like she's constantly like carving into her arm and bleeding. Like there's something off about her. I still maintain this theory that she's, uh, she's divided, that Haloris divided her personality and kind of removed any kind of like conscious or, or, 
you know, concept of right and wrong and put that in Christina. Now I could be wrong. We will hopefully find out very, very soon. If you've seen the, the trailers for next week's episode, we obviously see some sort of confrontation between two hails um, that could just be happening in our own minds as some sort of simulation, but who knows? Anyway, overall, really love this episode. The season continues to just be absolutely one of the best, and I'm uh, really enjoying it. Let me know your thoughts, theories, and otherwise. Head over to the TV Talk Twitter. Uh, use the hashtag Westworld TV Talk. I look forward to continuing our questioning of the nature of our reality throughout this season and I uh, hope you do as well. So that's going to do it for me for today, but don't worry. We'll be back in a flash. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.